Introduction I would give the greatest sunset in the world for one side of New York's skyline. The shapes and the thought that made them. The sky over New York and the will of man made visible. Let them come to New York, stand on the shore of the Hudson, look and kneel. When I see the city from my window, no, I don't feel how small I am, but I feel that if a war came to threaten this, I would like to throw myself into space, over the city, and protect these buildings with my body. Ayn Rand, The Fountainhead Of all the great cities in the world, few personify their country like New York City. As America's largest city and best-known immigration gateway into the country, New York City represents the beauty, diversity, and sheer strength of the United States, a global financial center that has enticed people chasing the American dream for centuries. America's prototypical metropolis was once a serene landscape in which Native American tribes farmed and fished. But when European settlers arrived, its location on the eastern seaboard sparked a rapid transformation. Given its history of rapid change, it is ironic that the city's inhabitants often complain about the city's changing and yearn for things to stay the same. The website E.B. Grieve, whose name plays on the idea that the East Village grieves for the history and character the neighborhood loses every day to market forces and gentrification, regularly features a photo of some site, usually of little interest, an abandoned store, a small bodega, a vacant lot. The caption says, simply, that this is what the site looked like on a given day. The editors of the website are determined to document everything and anything for future generations. That is hardly a modern phenomenon. New Yorkers have always grieved over the city's continuous upheavals and ever-increasing size and complexity. By the 1820s, Wall Street had lost whatever charm it might have had. Former residents complained that two-story houses had given way to intimidating five-story office buildings. The New York Commercial Advertiser noted in 1825 that Greenwich is no longer a country village, but rather an up-and-coming neighborhood. Today, it's hard to find a history of New York City that doesn't refer to Henry James's famous 1908 story, The Jolly Corner, in which a man returns to New York after decades abroad, only to be horrified by an unfamiliar hellscape of commercial growth. He finds his once jolly childhood home nearly buried among the dreadful multiplied numberings which seem to him to reduce the whole place to some vast ledger page, overgrown, fantastic, of ruled and crisscrossed lines and figures. The once beloved city has transformed itself into the mere gross generalization of wealth and force and success. That childhood home, an 1830s townhouse, in fact belonged to the James family on Washington Square in Greenwich Village. It was destroyed to make way for New York University, which is today embroiled in yet another real estate saga as it plans to expand once again. Broadway is more than just jazz hands, glittering costumes, tap numbers, and catchy show tunes that loop in one's mind for hours on end with the mildest provocation. Every year, thousands upon thousands of Broadway hopefuls climb on top of one another to hoist themselves onto the grand stage. Countless hours of training, coupled with blood, sweat, and tears, are poured into the craft, all for a chance to see their names emblazoned across the playbills and marquees, not to mention perform for potential millions. Behind the dazzling lights and razzle and dazzle of Manhattan's legendary theater district is an equally colorful and riveting history. While hers is a story seasoned with innovative triumphs and remarkable firsts, it is also one plagued with scandal and controversy. Broadway, the history and legacy of New York City's theater center and cultural heart, examines the history and legacy of the Big Apple's theater. In this audiobook, you will learn about Broadway like never before.